When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you. Really Welcome me. in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Uh, that was not fun. That was, was not a good dude, hockey it was bullshit. Game. It sucked. It was bullshit. It, it, actually, I should I should save that game. Now that I think about it, because I have not been sleeping well lately. <laughs> Put that game on. I'll be asleep in a second. I used to I used to say that um, the red red badge of courage was the book that cured my insomnia when I was younger. Sure. That hockey game uh, is the a great sports, cure. <laughs> sports equivalent of that. <laughs> it was just not good. It was not, there's not a lot of redeeming qualities to this hockey game in any. Yeah. The best sense. part is that it was over. Yeah. <laughs> the clock is number one stud. <laughs> That's Thank zero. you for hitting zero. Stud and dud. Get us out Studs of there. Studs and duds. Uh, uh, stud and duds. Yeah, yeah. Tonight is stud yeah. and duds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. stud and the duds. Worst band. Not a great band. Not a great band. Uh, where to start? <clears throat> I guess we should start with the sixty-second rundown, huh? Tiff's even got the clock up. Uh, first period actually wasn't that bad. Felt mm. like the Evs started pretty good, but they weren't able to convert that into a goal. Uh, they inevitably do give up the first goal of the game because they failed to capitalize on their chances. But one quality play springs Nathan McKinnon, who has a beautiful finish to get the Evs only goal of the game. You don't feel terrible after the first period. And then the Evs ghost the next two periods of the game for the most part. Mm-hmm. The second period wasn't awful, but the Avs aren't able to generate much offensively. And they do give up one goal Nashville's way. And then the Avs basically just don't show up for the third period. They get completely destroyed down one into the third period. I think they ended up getting outshot 18 to six by the end. Uh, maybe they got a 18 to seven or something, but just completely dominated. Sick. In a in a one goal game third period, it was not competitive by any stretch. They give up three goals in the third to lose five one. Noise, <sighs> holla. It's it's tough because if the Avs go out there and play decent and just get beat by a better team, fine, whatever. They're just not good enough. Yeah. But you watch a game like this and you're going. And you, the question isn't, oh, are the Avs bad? The question is, where are they? Because it felt like half the team just didn't show up tonight. Yeah, half. I'm being generous. That's very generous. <laughs> uh, hey, listen. Bless you. Plain, plain and simple, not good enough to win in this league. And remember what we talked about before the, in the pregame, like match their intensity. You know, this is a team that's, you know, securely... S- you know, settled in the eighth spot. You gotta spot. chill. Sorry, uh, we're all connected on a desk know, on this one. <laughs> so the you know secure, <laughs> securely um, settled, kind of you know in the eighth spot as, as it's you know whatever. But still, I mean, that's eight in a row they win. That means they drop a couple. Their spot isn't that secure. But 
We said master intensity. So if you look at it tonight, I mean, <laughs> I don't think you really can say that they matched their intensity. No. I mean, one one team was playing, you know, playoff tight hockey, and look at their lineup. I mean, there's a lot of holes in Nashville's lineup. I mean, you're like, what, really? But what? What? But you know, if you if you if you dissect it, they go two for three in the power play, so you lose a special teams battle. Their goalie makes the key saves. Yours doesn't. So right away, you're at two key ingredients that, and the intensity's not there. So you have three key in- ingredients that, if you lose those three, it's a tough it's a tough battle to win in this league. So not good enough. Uh, give a shit meter very low tonight. Uh, disappointing. I mean, you walked in, you said, what do you think? And I said, no, I feel good. I feel good for this game. And AJ was looking at me like, wah, wah, wah. And he was right. God, I hate saying that. <laughs> You know, over the last, like, 10 years or so, as everybody has gravitated towards putting every thought they've ever had onto the internet, dating has become, like, this chaotic hellscape for everybody. And (laughs) one of the lessons that has been, like, repeatedly driven into everybody is that when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah. This was game 62 on the season. And at this point, the Avalanche have shown us who they are, and maybe it's just time for us to believe them. They're a mediocre road team, an awesome home team, and they're driven almost entirely by an elite center having a career year and other star players who are just not up to the level that we have come to expect from them and a goalie who's having a bad season. Not even making a... Judgment on Georgiev's future. He was really good last year. He's been subpar this year. And uh, this is the kind of game that if I'm Chris McFarlane, this makes me nervous about giving up a first-round pick and doing everything that I have to do in the next week in order to try and move off off of Ryan Johansson's contract and bring in a second-line center and maybe a backup goaltender or maybe another defenseman or whatever the hell he's going to end up doing. This is the kind of game that makes me nervous because it's not like... It's not like you look at it and say, oh, man, they were one center away in this game from really being there. It is yet another road game that they just weren't overly competitive in. And it's incredibly disappointing that we're still in this room, that there's still, okay, you blow out Chicago the other day. Great. On the night that it happened, cool. That's what you had to do. Credit. How do you build from it? Did you build any momentum whatsoever? No. You went out and ghosted the next game. You're not even competitive. You played five good minutes to start the first period. And you had one other good play. And you had one good play capitalized on by your best player. Yeah. And the rest of the game is irrelevant. The rest of the game, you're not competitive. There's no intensity. The one, the one little glimmer of hope in the third period. It's 2-1. You're building a little bit of momentum. You've had a couple of good shifts. You take a stupid penalty away from the play. They score on the power play, and the game's over. Yep. I, I mean, is it is it leadership? Is it talent? Is it coaching? Sure. Pick one. <laughs> Which one do you look at and say, no, 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 no. That was good enough tonight. It wasn't. And, and I mean, 
not I really don't want to overreact to one game in a vacuum because sure. we have often talked about can we just talk about the game as is? But you've seen the Avs play this game or something similar, right? Half have, a dozen we have plus watched times. This game over and over and over now. They have built a body of work where. And I've said repeatedly, if this is the team that goes into the postseason, no, they're not a contender. Yep. No. This version of Kale McCarr? No. This version of Alexander Georgiev? No. You're first-round fodder. You're going to make somebody a, a bunch of somebody's a bunch of money when you're favored in a first-round series because your reputation exceeds your reality at that moment. So, yeah, there is hope that adding Val Nachushkin next week will matter, that adding a Nikolai Kovalenko whenever he comes in might matter, that adding another guy at the deadline that can play center for you might matter. Yeah, those are all things that could that could make a difference for you. But until those things actually start to happen, you look at the, the roster that played tonight and you just look at the fact that we've seen this game far too many times and I'm exhausted, man. I said the other day I was I was I was tired by the Miko Rantanen experience and right now I'm tired by this version of the Colorado Avalanche. It's just too frequent. They needed we talked about it after after getting home from that road trip and after the the Maple Leafs game that their their schedule was going to lighten up a little bit and they needed to go on a little bit of a a heater and they didn't. You're now back to zero. It I, I'm just I'm tired, man. None of this is good enough. None of this is acceptable. All the talk about culture and winning and all that. Where the fuck is it? Where is it? Where is where is the the stand up? Where is the 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 fight? Where's the heart? Where's the we're gonna go down? We're at least gonna go down swinging. They just went away in this game, a two one game going into the third period, and they don't just. I don't even want to talk about it because what is there to say other than this is unacceptable? I think it boils down to that in a big term, but it's, it's unacceptable. There, there are still a couple of things I want to get into starting off with what you're talking about. Anytime that your fourth line is your best line. Yeah. Particularly in a game where they did not score a goal. That's that's tough. And there's nothing against fourth liners. Those are great players. They're in the NHL for a reason. Yeah, if you're built that way, like Seattle, you know, if you're built that way at times like a Vegas, fine. But you're watching. You're not built that way. You you watched eight of the Avs, 12 forwards just outright disappear at best tonight. And some of them actively detrimental to the game. Yeah, you're... The one thing that I that did feel anomalous to me was your third line. Your yeah. your Wood Just had an off night. Wood yeah. Colton LOC line does not play that poorly as a group very often. No, no, tonight they were awful. And they were so bad. They were butt off. They you can look at that and you can be like, all right. But that's a sort that of doesn't thing. if your third line has an, an off night, that shouldn't lose you a hockey game outright. It <laughs> should not. It should not. And the real the real problem here, as far as the abs lineup for me, at what point are we hitting the panic button about the abs top pairing? Kale, I, Kale McCarr was outright awful tonight. Is there a panic button to hit? Because there isn't anything that you can do I mean, about you it. You can 
panic. You can sit there and be panicking even if there's nothing you can do. <laughs> I, I I mean, I, it's it's kind of like um, you know, it's it's kind of like when the Challenger exploded. <laughs> You're there's just nothing have, you can do about you it, man. Sit there and take it, but yeah, it doesn't exactly. feel good. Is it gonna, you're just gonna panic about it? No, man. It's just you're done, man. You know, comet hits Earth, and we all just the sun goes out. There's anything to do. You kind of just it's just done. It. Uh, Those are bad examples. I, Those are a little more serious than a hockey game. And it's there have been. I'm sorry. I, that was not good. Not great. But there have been plenty of stretches this year where. McCarr has been just okay or fine, but not good enough or whatever. But you look at tonight, you look at the last game the Avs played against Nashville. Kale McCarr is actively losing the Avalanche games. Yeah. And your, your top defenseman just can't do that. Like you will not go anywhere if that's what's happening to you. Yeah. Well, and like, obviously the, the second goal, you know, he just he, he just, he just falls lost. down and he's loses lost. a puck. Yeah. And yeah, the fact that it's happened twice in Nashville, you're kind of like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> but you look at the rest of the body of work that he put out there tonight, and it's just like, it's this is good. This is so bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, listen, he, he, he can't be at 100%. This is what I, I, I agree. I, I fully I, agree. You know, obviously, we have felt this way. We, we all feel the same way. This 62 is not games. normal. I don't think he's at 100%. And even tonight, I mean, I don't know. Somebody was saying that he might have been sick or whatever. But at what point is it, hey, dude, take a day off? Well, no, I agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying. So this this is what managing is. This is what coaching is. This is what... Uh, being a pro too as the player kind of being honest with yourself and your teammates and they they need they need uh him to be at yeah. as close as it can be to his best right mm-hmm. come playoff time so honest honestly yeah no no it's, I, that's what i'm saying if if it is we're all humans too you know what i mean like he he might be going through a, a stretch he really hasn't had a stretch in his, his three four years that he's been whatever it is that he's been here right i mean yeah. it's always Top and top. Maybe he's he's got something. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like he's going through something. Or yeah. Um, which you're right. I mean, in order for the abs to be at their best, they need Kel McCarr to be at his best and to be the best defenseman in, in the National he Hockey League. Which he certainly can't is. be actively bad. That, that's right. He's, he's got to right. hit a certain floor. And and what I'm saying is, then it makes Devontae's, you know, not as good, right? Because Kale makes people better. He mm-hmm. does. He does. He, he just does. He makes a team better. He makes the forwards that he plays, you know, on the ice with better. He makes his partner better. Uh, so it's it's a, it's a, it's a chain reaction. Um, yeah, Devontae has always been Robin to Kale McCarr's Batman, and right now they're both Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever you ever seen him? Robin Taves might be Alfred at this point. I mean, you do, have have you ever seen a Robin movie? No, because uh, nobody wants to watch that shit. Usually, the Batman. Robin movie is. There have been seventeen like, Batman movies. He becomes in my life. Batman. Is that's how that works? Right? Like, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> Devon Taves can't be Batman. No, it's like a good like uh, what's it called Breaking Bad, and you know, and then there's Better Call Saul. You know what I mean? It, it's good. I feel like both but of those are not, way too loved right? for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no. well, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, they're I both got... good, but one's better. One's breaking all the records. <laughs> breaking, you know? breaking Bad just sucks. Oh, oh come on. I'm in, I'm in this boat, to be Bad honest. Come on. Yeah. It's the greatest show ever. And 
the thing is, like, especially over this last stretch, I was actually building a case for myself that Devon Taves actually hasn't been that bad, and this is mostly falling on Kale McCarr, but you're in a 2-1 game in the third period, and who is it that takes the penalty that loses the abs this game? It's Devon Taves! Your entire top pairing is throwing this game nah. away. <laughs> yeah, I... You just... I, they have to play better than that. Yeah, it's frustrating when so much of the time there isn't a thing that we can point to that says, here's the problem. It's just like, you are paying top money for a top defensive pairing that has been exceptional over the last four years to continue doing that be that and it's not that right now yep and like this is relative to their own play not the league of course because when you start to stack up their numbers against the entire league it's you're like pretty fine yeah. you're like this is like a it's not this, amazing but this it's is a fine. Top, top pairing yeah. in the nhl they're very very good yep. uh and kale mccarr is a point per game defenseman that we have taken to whining about on a regular basis <laughs> because he's not been good enough and in my entire lifetime, I didn't think I would see a defenseman this good playing for the Avalanche. So it's like, you know, like like it's a, just for some perspective there. Yeah. Yes, relative to their own expectations, we are disappointed. But uh, but Eric, this is they are built to that, win. Yeah, exactly. They are built to win based on how they play, relative to their ability to play. Yep. That you are not built with with Sam Gerrard and Josh Manson. Driving offense for you. You're not built with Ross Colton to try and score 20 goals between Miles Wood and Logan O'Connor. The only reason that that trio has stayed together for as long as it has is because it has worked. Yep. And when it doesn't work, you have a problem in your depth. You have a Miko Rantanen problem, which felt like it was fixed for four whole days. <laughs> and you always know it's going to be up and down with that guy. It's very yep. inconsistent with him. That's who he is. That's the that's the Miko Rantanen experience, yep. certainly in the regular season. Well, I thought Miko would have been outstanding today. It was hockey day in Finland, I believe, today. And all over Twitter, it was all Finnish players, uh, you know, being interviewed. And it's Miko Kiprasoft night in Calgary. And I just thought today of all days... After Elias Pettersson signed that big deal, I'm like, if I'm Miko, I'm like, oh, I'm liking this. I mean, that's a big number. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying. It just, I thought he was going to show up a little bit better than, than what he did tonight. I, I think you could say that of 90% of the Avs roster. No, no, I know, I mean. But we were talking about Miko. But yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, and the thing is, as AJ said with Miko, you're not lost in the woods here you've gone through this before with miko which is why i'm less concerned about that and more concerned about a kale mccarr situation where we've never seen him go through this before yeah which is why you say is it time to hit that panic button what do you do i get it i mean I... do you you can break that pairing up you can break up your top line you can break up ranton and mckinnon and just say okay well the way that mckinnon is playing maybe he can just do this with anybody right now and Miko needs a wake-up call of some kind because you are immediately right back to the same world. Okay, great. He was awesome against Chicago. Yep. Cool. You are you are right back in the world of you can't beat decent teams on the road. Not even like really good teams. You did lose to all those teams. You can't even beat the decent ones. Yep. Losing in Detroit and Nashville. Those are bubble teams. Right. Like those are like middle of the road teams that you should not be losing on a consistent basis to. I'm uh, 
this road thing has become a really big problem. Yeah. Um, and like, I'll jump in. Guess what? Yeah. So you got a week. You got a week left. There's for a deadline. And I know what you're saying. You know, like sometimes you just need to tweak a little bit. We all know Val is going to make a tweak. We all know that. Like he's definitely. You know, I mean, we all. It doesn't take a rocket science to figure that one out. Again, to what extent is he going to come back and play to the level he was playing this year? Hopefully, I mean, I would assume he's not going to skip the beat, but you know, he it might take him a few games. But it's definitely changes the dynamics of their forward group. It yeah. does. Now a lot. Now you got another Jeez. week, and here's what I'll say uh, on the deadline, meaning that you can tweak your team and. Sometimes one move helps you get out of this funk that we're talking about. But you got to remember, if you've been following the Avs, like a lot of the people on chat, you guys, all of us here in Denver, like this 2C problem, it hasn't been like, it didn't start yesterday. You know, yeah. what I mean? like it's been almost two years. That's really. my point. And, and, and I'm not throwing daggers here at uh, the crew there. Uh, it's not easy sometimes to to go and fix it. Uh, it, it looked like they might have tried to stop gap it, you know, like with, you know, the Rigel experiment, you know, mm. where they were getting half the salary taken. Yeah, they retained, got, a, fr- you know. they got a, a, a guy with an entire career of being a top six center yeah. for I, free. I, we don't have to rehash this. No, no, no. That's not, no, what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, and it's easy to say like, oh, they got a week left now to, <laughs> yeah. to, to fix it. Well, and, I, I don't know if that makes sense. I'm trying to say, yeah, no, yeah, it's I got freaking, you. It's not that easy, and it doesn't mean it's going to get fixed here in the next two it, weeks. Uh, sorry, next week because there's a week left. Well, and, and look, six days. I, six I, days. I certainly believe the Avs should go out and make the moves. Yeah. I do too. They but, owe it to yeah. Nathan McKinnon, if nothing else. Absolutely, you and and that I, as I as a manager, you have to. I and, agree. And and. Honestly, like this is as much of a legacy deadline as CMAC. Yeah. It's tough to say in the second year on the job. And yet, but you you don't get a lot of runway when you are the GM of an elite uh, a team that has elite talent with extremely high expectations. You don't get a lot of runway for this. No. Year 1, whatever context there is, however it all unfolded, it's a first round exit. Right now, he's got to figure it out. Yep. He's got to try and do what he can to not repeat that, because if the Avs are a first round exit again, CMAX on the hot seat. Yep. Next season, it's go time. All the randomness, all the things that could that could happen. He's probably not getting this level of Nathan McKinnon again next year. Yep. So you know you have to capitalize on the moment that you're in. What? And, and as a manager, and this was one of the reasons why your dad was so incredible sure. at what he did. Uh, because he wasn't afraid of the moment he was in and he understood that that you there's a time to do it and you know when he had Joe Sackick and Peter Forsberg and Patrick Waugh he understood he was always in that moment mm-hmm. it's not like he did that it's not like he didn't act that way with the Nordiques yeah. but when he had those guys he understood this is the moment to do it and part of that is owing it to those guys, and they owe it to Nathan McKinnon right now yeah. to do it. But I, you know, a game like this is incredibly discouraging on the whole. I, it is. I agree. I, I want to get further into that, but first, chat owes it to itself to go sign up for Bet Three Six Five and yes. bet against the Avs on the road. Uh, 
Use code DNVR365 when you sign up for Bet365. Bet $5 on any NHL game. You get $150 in bonus bets. So you get a ton of money to play around with. Bet on whatever you want. Whether that's the Avs winning, losing, or anything else you want to do. The Nuggets are playing right now. You can go bet on them. You can bet on all sorts of other wacky and wild sports. I always throw some money down on eSports because I'm a degenerate. Uh, but, you know. You can go have fun with it. Make sure you sign up with the DNVR365 code over at Bet365. And, of course, you must be 21 or older physically located in Colorado. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER today. Uh, also, when you win some money with them, make sure you're putting it in a good place. That being Premier Members Credit Union. They're a credit union, not a bank, which means they do things differently. They offer you a ton of options to make you more money, whether it be a new high-yield savings account or you can earn 5% APY on your first $2,000 with their reverse-tier money market. Whatever your goals, they can help. PMCU is all about creating a better banking experience for their community, and PMCU has the tools to help you save smarter. When, become a, when you become a new member today, uh, you'll get $200 with PMCU. All you have to do is sign up for an account and open up e-statements. That's it. They'll give you 200 bucks for a new checking account. Uh, this is this will be your best money move yet when you head over to becomepremier.com to find out more. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Exactly what you guys were saying before the break is my big concern with this game. Nice. Yeah. What? Nothing. What? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we we may or may not be giving one of those away very soon. Uh, anyway, may may <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you meant like May, as in like you might. I thought you said May, as in like the month. I was like, no, that's like that's too far. That's we could give one away in May too. You don't yeah, know. We don't know that. If it goes well. Uh, anyways. While I still believe the Avs do have to make these moves at the deadline, you look at some of the shifts tonight, and going out and getting a guy doesn't solve a Bowen Byram just AFK defending in the defensive zone. Yeah, and like at that point, it's, I get the it's game was late over in the anyway. third period. Like you definitely have a you're in the NHL. Show show that there's still some skin in the game here, my yeah. guy. Yep. Uh, and him completely giving up on that play is bullshit. Yep. Um, and that's that's a goal that you actually do feel for your goal. Totally. You're like, you got hung out to dry. Come on with that. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, that's the entire third period from the Amps, though. They got that's smoked a, the whole period. blatant example that's very easy to point to where you're like, dude. Yep. And, and that's, that's my concern, right? Getting a guy or guys doesn't make players all of a sudden become more engaged necessarily. It could. They could help the locker room culture or whatever you want to call it, but at a certain point, each individual has to step up and do their own job. I, again, I still believe the Avs should go out and make moves. I still believe they can be a contending cup team, but they certainly were not tonight. No. And here's my beef, and and your and everybody's beef is, it's the uh, they haven't found their level of consistency. You know, not only as individuals, but as a team. You know what I mean? So, like Bo's been inconsistent individually. Just look, you know, guys yep. have been inconsistent. 
now as a team, they go, they figure it out. And somebody was talking about a 10 and 0 run. Like, you know, do I believe in it? I, I still do. I, I'm still a believer. Uh, I, what, I 20 games to go. Yeah, I am. I am. But I, I, I do need that. This I do need. Sorry. I mean that this week is, is crucial. Yeah. I, I think it's a crucial week for them because, um, when I tell you guys all the time, I use Edmonton all the time. Like, oh, all of a sudden, like, their goaltending is great. No, the, the warts are there. Yep. You know what I mean? So then the abs is the same thing. Like, they've been inconsistent. So so that's there. And I, I do believe that they got a week left. And I, and, I, and I go back to they owe it to the Nate McKinnons of the world, like, to 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 beef this up. And, and – you got to gamble. You got to gamble in this league if you want to go um, and do some damage. And I do believe they 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 are in a space in a world where they can gamble this week. You know, I do. Mm. You know, uh, and then all of a sudden, you find your groove as a team. You find your identity. You find your consistency. Val, uh, I hear this Kovalenko guy. You know, what I mean, like whatever it is. Like, I don't. Mm. Know, I've never seen him play. So. He's fun. No, that's what I'm saying. You know, so better keep me renta. You know what I mean? So I'm assuming. I'm hoping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so it's all of a sudden your lineup's a little more solid. Uh Kale gets out of his funk. Yeah, we're all humans. He's in a funk, whether it's mentally in a funk, whether it's physical, whether he's sick, whether he's you know, he's something Whatever healing, it is, something, yeah. you know. Uh he's still an elite player's got sixty points and it's and, and we're Complaining about a season, you know what I mean? But he's that's second that, in the NHL in defense. That's what scoring, I'm saying. And we're like, and we're like, ah, because, hurt because he's <laughs> the best. Again, I'll go back. He's my favorite player in the world. So, uh, but we're all human. We all go through stuff, um, Kale included. So, but they got a week to, to fix it in a sense that I'm going back to my point of the Oilers. Like, fine if they go in their war room and they decide that their goaltending, no, it's fixed. Awesome, good for them. I do believe the Avs are in their war room. They're not saying our warts are fixed. And that's kind you know of I mean? the point you're making here is if you want to ask if if the Avs are cup contenders, ask again in a week. Here's my point. Yes, because you're freaking way better than I am at expressing if, yourself. If they, right. at the, if at the deadline, the only thing they do is go out and get Nick Dowd. I'm sorry, but no, I don't think no, this no, team's they, good they, enough. I agree. I'm with you. That's where I'm at. Can I? I haven't. Yeah. You've worked in front offices. Yes. I brought donuts. How was that? Where'd you get them from? Krispy Kreme guy. If you're listening, Krispy Kreme, call us. I'm kidding. <laughs> we got a sponsorship opportunity. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what. I know. I know enough people from New England that eschew the religion of Duncan. No, can't do it for the greatness of Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Which I find interesting. I just find that interesting. And anyway, this is not no. the point. It's not when you when you where where you're at with the Avalanche right yeah. now, um, and we're saying they owe it to Nathan McKinnon to do something. Yeah. Would it not also maybe behoove the Avs to when they go and make a big move at the deadline in order to make maybe a bigger move? You trade somebody off that roster as well to to just you know not necessarily as a scare tactic but as a we're serious about this and again it's it's not punitive it would be for the purpose of getting a better return that you think can help you more but a guy that and I don't even have a suggestion here no no I, but I'm I know saying, what you're saying but I'm yep. saying is the room too comfortable as is right now where yeah. everybody kind of feels entrenched in the jobs that they have and yeah. they're a little cozy 
And sometimes if you make a move and a guy that thought he was comfortable in his position gets moved out, everybody else kind of goes, okay, we have to fix this in the last 18 games and playoffs. Otherwise, come summer, my job might not be safe. Well, I'm going to answer first as a player saying, I do believe, I do believe the deadline has an effect on people. I, I do believe that. I've always believed it. I believed it as a player. Uh, the situation the abs are in is you don't want to get traded because it usually is a good opportunity for you to be here and play with those world-class players. Yeah. And, so you don't want to get traded. So it does affect you. And when I say affect, affect you, it affects you mentally. You know what I mean? It does. And then you you look around and every day you're tying your skates, you're looking to see if the freaking equipment guy's walking around and he's like, oh, you know. Rudo, coach wants to see you, and then you're like, "Oh God, damn. oh Jesus!" You know, here I mean, it comes. It does. You hide like it's, it's human nature. <laughs> you well, you heard Bob. I mean, well, we haven't heard yet, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Bob talked about it, but we talked to Bob. Yeah. You guys <laughs> haven't heard it yeah. yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it it sucks because it's, and I've seen it. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen it. God, guys, get, you know, get moved, and it, it sucks. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then. And then I've seen it when you're on a piss poor team, you want to get moved. You can't wait to get out of there. And then you can't wait to get out of there. You're all excited. But here it's not. So it's a different kind of, yeah. you know, uh, anxiety. This is tough anxiety. Now, on, on, the, on the front office side of things, like, I come from a background, and I'm not comparing anyone. Like, I'm just saying, if you have a chance to go for it, you go for it. And, and you have to have a belief in I go back to that stupid line from Berkey. There's only one Stanley Cup winner, and there is. I mean, <laughs> 31 teams will be disappointed, or whatever. I don't know. Maybe San Jose has come to reality right now. They're not winning the Cup this year, but I don't know. Anaheim, San Jose. So you're down to 16, you know, I think 15, the, 14 teams. That You keep coming back to that quote about only there's only yeah. one team, but yeah. I think the more – the part of it that stuck with me the most yeah. is that – 10 days after everybody made this whole rush to get in. Yeah. 10 days later, half are gone. You're yeah. down to eight teams. In the blink of an eye, you're down to eight. So whatever so you made. you're the ninth yeah. best team in the NHL, yeah. on paper, you're like, I built the ninth best team in the NHL. And yeah. you're at home. You're home. May and first, you're, like, you're done. And yeah. then you lost your first round pick, you know, for yeah. Boston Bruins last year. You know, you owe it to your team, your franchise. You have the best regular season in the history of the game. And you go and make a couple moves. And <laughs> 10 days later, you're gone. And you lost those assets for nothing. But I think as a management team, like, I, I don't mind if it's a roster guy. I got no problem. And I understand it's a little different nowadays with the salary cap era and all that kind of stuff. But if there's an opportunity to do it and it makes your team better and you have to get rid of a guy that's on the roster, then then so be it. You guys are so freaking hard to win this freaking Stanley Cup, though. I got no problem. Again, Nathan McKinnon is on his way to the best season in Avalanche history yes. right now. And if you cannot push your chips into the middle when he's having that season, Body. when can you? Yeah. Like, put it in. I'm with you. Put it in. And right now, I go back to my Edmonton example, meaning like the words are there. They've been there. The inconsistency of the you know the year. You need you need to fix it. You need to have the they have the pulse more than we do, even though we, we you know we cover this team and. And, you know, they're the guys that are in the freaking room. They're the guys that are there every day, know exactly what they have. I think you owe it to do something. You know what I mean? And I'm hoping to do something. And sometimes it might be over-aggressive. Go to Tampa a couple years ago. Didn't make sense what they did, but guess what? 
They had that silver thing at the end. No one questioned it. Yep. Well, you understand that a first-round pick to you is going to be less valuable because of where you're going to be picking. That's right. You know, like, oh, hey, you're talking about ideally this is the 32nd yeah. pick, but it could also be the 26th pick. Best case scenario, it's like mid-20s. <laughs> yeah. And That's best case pick scenario. And, and <laughs> so it might be more valuable to you to go, like, uh, I know you love the Barclay Goodrow, Blake Coleman example, and I think it's yeah. fair. Yeah. Are are those were those guys worth first round picks uh, in a vacuum? Would other no. teams have have paid first round picks for them? No, but Tampa Bay did because they understood that that's what they needed to use. That's what they needed to pay to fix their problem. That, that, that's to, what I was to saying get, right there. To get to where they needed to be. To to I'm stopping you right now. That's why I said two seconds ago when I said they know their team. They're right. the ones that you know exactly. And then you have to have that mentality that you're talking about, and then the balls to do it. And that's that's look we C-Mac is early it's still early days for C-Mac on the job. Of course. And I think other than the Rijo movie he had a pretty good summer. Yeah. A lot I of things agree. have worked out, a lot of things have gone pretty well. Ultimately he needs to have the balls here to step up and find a solution to find a guy that can really help them and not be so obsessed with but the price, but the price. I'm not saying pay three first round picks for Adam Henrique just because that gets a deal done, but he needs to have balls this week yep. because it's a team with an obvious flaw, but it's also a team that you can look at and say, it's not that far. Yep. It's really not that far. It, it To me, you just don't want to be the ninth best team. Uh, of course you don't want to be the ninth best team, but if I'm Chris McFarland. I have to believe, you know, I obviously I don't know. Maybe they would have more information on how healthy a Kale McCarr is exactly than I would. But I have to believe they have some understanding of we think we're going to get this version of Kale McCarr, that version of Kale McCarr come playoff time. We think we're going to have a Val Nachushkin back yeah. next week. He should have a very good picture of how good the Avs can be. And he needs to make them better. Yeah. It, and there's an obvious avenue to better. It's not It's not some nebulous concept of like, well, we need to get a depth yeah, defenseman right, no. here. We need to, like, we want a guy that could play on our second pairing or a third pairing. No, you need you a, have a you need a center chest in, your, in the middle of your forward Exactly. Core. You need a center. You need, you need an absolute worst. I swear to God, at absolute worst. You need a top nine center. Yep. And I'm reading the chat saying that people are saying... Goudreau yeah. and Coleman aren't second. Nobody here is saying Goudreau and Coleman Those are, are second line side. Previous Those examples overpaid Tampa exactly. needed and they to go and fix it. And they wouldn't want to Stanley Cup because yeah. of it. In, in, in part... No. Because of those guys. Nobody's Not saying because of those guys. I knew someone was going to comment this. Which, what is it? They got a fifth round pick for Tatar and replaced him with Zach Parise. And it's worked out fine. Right. So, and Tatar was a... It didn't cost one, him It cost him a million and a half dollars that they moved on from yeah. 27 games in and upgraded to Zach Parise. Mm -hmm. If you want to be like, oh, he missed on Tatar. It was the lowest it, risk move and they it, moved on. I, it's Was it, Tatar it a good didn't, fit? It didn't matter. No, but they actively... Gained assets by signing that guy. Yeah. So and, I, and like Raijo is a much more high impact. Like Tatar was signed to be like, this is a guy that's going to be a third line wing for you. Raijo needed to be a top six center for them. And it hasn't gone that way. Yep. It is a much bigger miss. It is a much more impactful miss. 
Frederick Olsen is also now in the AHL, so that was also a miss. And you guys want to talk about that? Like, these are silly nitpicks of things that ignore the fact that it would have been great had Tomas Tatar worked out better. It didn't. They moved on. They found a better solution. Zach Parise has already been better than what Tomas Tatar was for the Avs. And they're fine. They're fine at wing now. Yep. They are fine at that position. Not to mention Kovalenko's potential coming over. Well, yeah, Nichushkin, the return we, of Nachushkin. We have eleven games this year yeah. of, for the Avalanche where both Val Nachushkin and Artari Lekkinen have have played. Yep, yep. And I think the that eleventh game, Lekkinen got hurt in the first period, so yep. they have ten real games here. So we have not like it is. It is fair to say. There is, you can't easily look at the lineup and say there is more to come. There will be a couple, there are two guys that we expect to add to the forward core yep. that are already abs, yep. like signed by the abs that they will they will add. There, If there are other injuries, that stuff happens, blah, 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 whatever. None of this is the point. There is one thing that they really, really need. And then after that, it is just like, I agree. You're raising the floor. And I read some people earlier saying, oh, there's no one's available. Hey, listen, it's the NHL. Anyone's available. I'm being honest. For the, if the price <laughs> For is the, right. If the yeah. price is right, anyone's available. So sometimes if you have to get player X, that's a D, and you have to go trade him for player, I'm, I'm going to use names that we've talked about. For example, Middlestat or, you know, Bobine. If that's what you need, yeah. I'm just saying, People are available. You just have to be willing to. You have to have balls. Yeah. Have balls and let go what you want to let go because that's what you believe will fix your lineup, right? So, are you guys trying to tell me that the Avs are trying to tie one on right now? Man, just do <laughs> just do the thing. Go get yourself a Breck Brew, the craft beer of DNBR. Uh, you can, of course, get their Avalanche Amber Ale anywhere in the United States. Use the Breck Beer locator online at breckbrew.com. To find it near you. Uh, and then, if you want to eat your way through the pain, Circle K is the way to go. Uh, go check out Circle K's Inner Circle Reward Program at circlek.com slash inner circle or use the QR code on screen. When you sign up, you get 25 cents off a gallon on your first five Phillips with their gas. You also get a bunch of other amazing deals on food and snacks, including up to five free Polar Pops when you first sign up. So get those Inner Circle Rewards today. Use that QR code on screen and head to Circle K. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. I do not want to understate it. And this game is a perfect example of why you owe it to Nathan McKinnon. Because that guy goes out there and makes this game competitive. He's trying to pull on that rope in the right direction. He creates multiple good opportunities. He finishes one of them. And, and yeah, you know, Taves makes a good breakout pass. Miko makes a nice pass to find him. Mm-hmm. But it's Nathan McKinnon doing the finishing there. It's a great finish. Yeah, all-world stuff. And if he can make the Avs look competitive in this game, imagine what he can do with a little bit of help. <laughs> That's why you owe Nathan McKinnon this run. Nope. And there's some help. Found the Chushkin's back. In a week or two. Yep. That's an important guy. I know everybody loves to cite the record of the Avs with and without him. It's meaningful. It's a little deceiving, but it's not nothing. Yeah. And and I know that there's the argument of, oh, is Val, is, is Val Nachushkin, how can he be that important? Well, 
he's one of the 10 best two-way, like high-end two-way wings in the NHL Yep, at his best. He's Imagine uh, Vegas without Mark Stone. That's what I was going to say. Arguably your third best forward. Yep. Like, he's an important guy to have. It's huge. And, and what he does is he, <laughs> what you don't see on the score sheet, and he, he yeah. tires the opposition up because he's relentless. He's he's a hunter. It's, it's annoying. And, you know what I mean? And what the Avs didn't do tonight, where the chaos line usually does that. They, they were awful tonight. So then all of a sudden what it does is it's, you know, they, they have Kiefer Sherwood finishing their game. I mean, are you serious? I mean, that's it's kind oh, yeah. of embarrassing. I'm not, no offense to Kiefer Sherwood, you know, but really that's what you got, you know, to, to close out your game against a cup contender, the Avalanche? Come on. It's because they didn't do enough. The, they, people didn't do their jobs. It's not just scoring goals. It's you got to do what you got to do as a line. You got to wear down the opposition, right? The chaos line. They didn't do that tonight. Yeah. So therefore, when Mac gets on the ice for those guys, then the other teams are not tired. They're not, you know what I mean? So there was just no cohesiveness. There was no five-man units. There was there was nothing. It was just and hockey, right? You know? I, I would also point out that, yes, hockey is not a one-person game. It's a team game. But That's if right. you go out and add one person to the lineup, that affects the entire team. Well, like yeah. we're talking about Val, that 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 it affects well, now everything. In the, without it, without the addition of a second line center, right? Just yep. look at the roster as is. Yep. You add Val Nichushkin, and then now Zach Parise moves it, down in your lineup. It, it, Zach Parise is not a second line player. Come right. on, Zach. Now Zach Parise moves down, and all right, are you going to mess with that chaos line? Maybe because Zach Parise is like pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be easy to mess like. With would it, you yeah. move? Would you move Miles Wood down? Yeah, he'd be the guy. Because Miles Wood is a much worse defensive player at this point than Zach Parise is. Adds a lot of other things to the game. But you add Zach Parise next to Ross Colton and LOC. LOC, That line defensively is much better. And how much have they lost in the other areas? Not much. I wonder. So then, okay, now Miles Wood now has moved down to your fourth line. He replaces Kiviranta. Now he's with Cogliano and Chris Wagner. All right. Well, that line had a pretty good game today. Yep. Yeah, it was your, I, I, it was your best line. Like that's that's the point of it's not. It's the point you're making. It's yeah, not just Val. It's everyone below him also gets put in a better. Three spot. lines just yeah. got better with one move. Now yep. you add Kovalenko. You add a second line center. Yep. Now every single line just got better. Your first line just got better because now you have the flexibility to play Druin up there and have yep. a crazy defensively good. Strong line. You could play Val up there and Lekin in with Druin and what you know, it just all yep. the pieces fit better when you just put the bow on it. Those guys, you get the guys back that, that you, you get you put the guys in the lineup that you've paid for. Yep. That's it. Let's see what the team what uh, there is I'm, my point here is there is reason to believe there is better on the way. Today yep. was unacceptable. Today was incredibly, fully agree. agree. It's incredibly frustrating. And it is very discouraging because they continue to give you piss poor efforts on the road. That's not a Val Nachushkin problem. No. That's an everybody problem. That's an everybody pulling the rope in the same direction problem. That's a complacency problem. That's a Jared Bednar problem. It's a leadership problem. It's a Nathan McKinnon problem. It's an everybody problem. It's a you looking at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and saying, was I good enough? Problem. That's it. 
Yep. That's an everybody problem. Jared Benner didn't do enough for them today. Nathan McKinnon didn't do enough for them today. Alexander Georgiev didn't do enough for them today. Kale McCarr. Pick a guy. Yep. There isn't anybody in the in an avalanche sweater on this day that you say, this guy's immune. It's a great point because even the guys we said need to be better. who played well tonight. This is a completely different game if Nathan McKinnon finishes that additional breakaway opportunity that Soros stops him on. It's a completely different game if That's Chris Wagner... Same scores instead of hitting the post, right? Yeah, and the, makes it 2-2 at the start yep. of the third. And who knows what the game looks like? Yep. So but it, that's not the world that you got in, and you still just quit. But, but I'm saying there are, even for the guys who played well, there are specific things that they can look at and say, I could have been better tonight. Yep, absolutely. Oh, shit. 100%. I always say, when you get in the shower... After the game, you know, this 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 should be your reflection time for you know you you're washing your hair. You're like, hey, did I give him my best? Did I give him my all? You know what I mean? And, and that if that's the if the answer is yes, then you've done your job. They shouldn't have allowed him to shower. If you're gonna stink <laughs> on the ice, you have to stink uh, off it too. You have to stink all the way on the plane home. Oh, that'd be a tough plane ride. Down. <laughs> And I used it's to only say from that, Nashville. It's not. Yeah, it's not that far. It's not like New York. It was. Man. It was like a four hour one. That'd be tough. Yeah. But, it would be, but you have to be honest with yourself. No, I, I, you do. You're right. You know, you're right. And it's, I, I use the shower because it's like, it's your time. You can reflect yeah. by yourself for a second. You know what I mean? So, but you have to be honest, you yeah. know, and say, and if you want to win, winning is hard. Yeah, it is. A lot. Everybody talks about they want to win, but do you really want to win? It's freaking tough. It is tough to win. You heard Goo. Goo mm-hmm. the other game. You know, he got yeah. to Chicago, then they won the first three rounds. He's like, oh, my God, I'm going to win the Stanley Cup as a nope. player. And then he goes, yeah, and then we lose four straight to Pittsburgh got or whatever it was. smoked by the Pens. He's like, wow, there's still that much to go. Winning is tough or else everybody would win. Yeah. Not everybody wins. Some guys go 20 years, Ray Bork, 20 years without winning, and then finally he gets the cup from Joe, right? It's like winning's freaking tough as shit. It yeah. is. Yeah. So you can say you're about winning, but you have to show that you're about winning. And yep. and sometimes it's this is where they're at right now. They have to show that they want to win as a group, as individuals, and as a front office. You know what I mean? I think they have to show yeah. that they want to win. I don't. I don't mind the season that they've had through forty games. Yeah, even through fifty, you're starting to be like, yeah. all right. But you've played sixty-two games now, and I'm not fine with it anymore. At, at some point, you pass the Rubicon of uh, you're you're trying to tighten the screws. You're yeah. trying to get better. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. You're finding your identity. You're finding roles. You do all this shit. That by now, when are they going to get? It, you yeah. need to start. You need to start putting the pieces together because the teams that are serious about winning, the teams that aren't talking about winning mm-hmm. and are being about winning, are starting to win, and enough that you're not going to be able to overcome that. And if you're not going to be a very good road team, you have to be. An unbelievably good home team, which, which means that you have to get home ice so in the far, postseason. There it is. And right now, you're not in a position to have home ice on, uh, in the postseason. Yep. You have to you have to outplay what Dallas and Winnipeg are going to do down the stretch, and they have a points advantage on you. They have games and hand advantages on you. They've got everything that they need to ensure that your life is as difficult as possible going into the postseason because you're not taking care of your own goddamn business. I agree. Because you got to do what? Raise the floor? If you're trying to raise your floor. <laughs> Empire today. Yes. 1-800-588-2300-EMPIRE, baby. Go check them out. Uh, if you go today to empiretoday.com, uh, you get $350 off your new floors. 
When you go to empiretoday.com slash DNVR, let them know DNVR sent you over there. Empire Today, awesome. They have professional installers, all sorts of amazing cool stuff at empiretoday.com. They have a whole projection program where you can measure out your room and put it on there and then project what those floors might look like. We just got a new flooring in Studio A, so it's super nice. Go check it out on the Nuggets Watch Along right now. It looks super duper good. Uh, Go check it out. Get with Empire today, right now. Go do it. Call the number or go to empiretoday.com slash DNVR. Let them know we sent you over there. Get yourself some sweet new carpet if you're me, or if you like hardwoods, you can do that too. It's fine. Uh, and then enjoy some Illegal Pete's. 12 different locations here in Colorado now. One that just opened up over in Wheat Ridge. Uh, you can go get it. Go pregame an Avs game or whatever you might be doing. Happy hour from 3 to 8 p.m. at Illegal Pete's. Uh, delicious burritos, delicious margaritas. You can't go wrong. You got to go check them out. Definitely want to start eating and drinking before games because you might feel too sick after the game to do it. <laughs> hey, look, some people are sadness eaters, all right? You can eat away the pain of the Avs loss, too. It's all right. You can do it that way. Do it with illegal pleats, whatever you do. Uh, we do have one super chat. $5 from Tyler who says, give me that sign, LOL. It's a cool sign. Not going to lie. Coors Light Av sign. It is actually pretty cool. Very nice. <laughs> I'll give it to him. Get his address. Let's ship it to him. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You gotta, is my mic on? Oh, my mic's yeah, on. Tiff will know the info. Uh, I don't know all the info, but actually, if you go check out the Nuggets Watch Along right now, they are doing a uh, neon sign giveaway as part of like the Watch Along. We are going to do something similar, I think, next Wednesday for the Detroit game. Oh, um, so if you would like the chance to win one of these kick-ass neon signs, uh, tune into the Watch Along. But also like keep an eye out on our socials for like real legitimate details. There you go. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, real details. <laughs> Not ramblings. Um. I'm I'm good, fellas. Any final thoughts you want to add on a, a loss that you just can't keep doing this? Uh, yeah, just not about this game because I'm ready to bend this yeah. and move on completely. <laughs> but um, roast my roster on Tuesday. Yep. Um, we are not going to look at any submissions after Sunday. Get them in by tomorrow. Well, yep. on tomorrow. Yeah. Rudo and I tomorrow night at the end of the night because we're both night owls. We'll yep. go. We'll go in and we will pick our submissions um, for Tuesday's show, which will just be a bunch of roster baiting. That's all Tuesday's show is going to be. It's just a bunch of cap friendly roster baiting. So, Everyone's favorite show of the year. Yeah, it's it's so the roast my roster uh, will feature a, a new member of the team this year. Yeah. It is Ooh, the the roster Rizzler. It is the roster Rizzler. <laughs> Good guy. I met him. Yeah. Um, Good guy. Weird outfit, but you know we all we all have our fashion I choices. I think the kids call that drip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, roster Rizzler, drip daddy. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> so, um, just to I know after the McDermott thing, just to let you guys know, give you guys the update on that. Um, we will not anything that happens on Monday. We will not be looking at any of those submissions. Yep. Um, I'm not saying you guys can't still mess around on cap friendly. Just you don't need, you won't need to tag us in it anymore. So <laughs> tonight, tomorrow, whatever's already happened. Um, just an update on where we are with that show. We are excited to do it. Um, put DNVR in the title of your submission. Yeah, put DNVR in there so that we can know to go back. Um, 
I wish they had a date thing on it because I don't want to look at anything before the McDermott deal. Yeah, I know. And just change the landscape of it enough, then you know, whatever. So anyway, um, that's just a, some housekeeping on Tuesday's show. Weird to do it on Tuesdays, so close to the deadline. It just worked out that yeah, way. Yeah, we usually yeah. try and do it a week early, but... Accidentally you know. scheduled Friday as our off day this week, so it just worked out Which that way. Ended up going great because we yeah. didn't waste a bunch of time on Curtis McDermott did, getting did, traded did 16 out. different times. Yeah. So, <laughs> All, The only thing I want to add is I was... And again, I don't want to get into a discussion. I just... Re- reading... Reading. Woof. Reading. Reading, he's, Pennsylvania. Guys, he's French. Yeah, sorry. Reading chat earlier about Kovalenko. I don't want to get into a discussion. I'm just saying. I just want no, I just want to bring it up. Like we got time. It was a I'm short show. Saying, I'm just saying, like people are arguing about Kovalenko. Like there's nothing to argue about. The guy comes over, he's never played in the NHL. Who knows? He might be freaking awesome. He might yeah. be a great fit. He might be a shitty fit. It doesn't matter. He is drafted, so he's allowed to come over after a season. Did, he I mean, signed on an he, ELC. He, that's like, it. I mean, he, there's no. He's gonna come over. He's gonna play seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen well, games, whatever what? it is. And, and if he sucks, then it's he won't not play a big in deal. the playoffs. Like, and that's it. Uh, and then, and then, if he's great, then there's a fit, or all of a sudden, you gotta create your opportunity. And if he is more than 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 the bottom six this year, then then you'll see. And, and, and then all of a sudden, that's how legends are born. That's how shit is born. And if it doesn't work, they didn't lose anything. It's okay. Like it's not. Not the end of the world. That's all I'm trying to say. Like it's yeah. not. And, uh, okay, great. Then he comes back to training camp next year, and then he fights for a spot. Then if exactly. He's not, I yeah. mean, that's there's nothing there. I mean, it's it's an asset that drafted years ago. He's signed, like you said, to an mm-hmm. ELC law. He's played in the men's league for a few years. He's a tank. Who knows? Again, might be better than keeping around. I don't yeah. know. Keep around to we can't we can't complain about him tonight. He was fine. That line was fine. We have we have but, tried to temper the expectations for Kovalenko. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> But we have we have tried to temper expectations for Kovalenko just because it's kind of a tough yeah. spot for him to be yeah. in, and it's yeah. a deep enough team at, at wing specifically that yeah. you know who knows. But boy, if the if their two C answer is hey, we saw him play center in the KHL playoffs, and now we're gonna give him that job. Boy, that's I mean uh, we're talking about having balls. Those yeah. are that's a different kind of balls. Those ones might be shriveled. But yeah, that's, I, mean, I mean that's all I'm saying. It's not, you know what I mean. It's not. Who's to say if it's raisins or a grape? <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> but we'll see. That's all I'm trying to say. And and it's it's not about hurting feelings. You're yeah. trying to win the Stanley Cup. Exactly. If this guy fucking comes in, and he's better than you. Then he's better. Than, then then move your ass. Yep. And then somebody's saying the Avs got to get it together in March. Yeah. It's you know what? Usually the guy that wins the Stanley Cup is the team that puts it together that's moving into the playoffs playing the best hockey that they can be, which is not what the Avs are doing right now. But yep. they got time. Is it time for red flags and a little bit of the P word? Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? And that's why you have a little bit of time next week to try to fix those things. Yeah. And then you get your injury that's forget about Gabe. Gabe's been gone 2 years. Love Gabe. That's not what I'm saying, but you have Val coming back. That is a big piece. You get a big piece of your engine back, then you figure it out. So yeah, I, I think I this is it's time for concerns, but it, it's time to act and yeah, ninety five percent of the team that they're gonna chase the Stanley Cup with is already maybe not on the ice tonight, yeah. but in place. Yes. They're signed, they're acquired, they're part of the organization already. There you go. That's yep. it. We'll fix it in a little bit. 
Okay. We're getting out of here. We are off tomorrow, but we'll be back for the game Monday. So, Wait, how many shows do we have left before the actual deadline day? Is it Tuesday and Thursday? Yeah, for off day. Yeah, it's just for two. off days. So we have the, we have we're gonna roast rosters, and then we have the day before the deadline. Yep, that's that's it. That's all we got left. He's leaving. It's quick. Stands. I'm going home. Goodbye, chat. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs> City like the mayor. 